Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, December 2nd. <laughs> Scary. Scott, oh. two weeks ago it was July. <laughs> Forgot to add us in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we are. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two weeks two weeks ago it was July. It just fe- it feels like it, man. I don't know if it's seen quite two weeks, maybe a month ago, but Yeah, okay. I'll buy that. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. It's the Hammer Down Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Jerry uh, dealing with a family emergency right now. He checked in a little while ago and uh, we we may or may not see him later on in the show. Uh, I hope we I hope we do. It'll be a surprise. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, uh, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher. What else is there? I, I did a search, and yeah. there's like all kinds of other podcasting platforms Stuff I never you've heard, never of heard of that right. we're on. We're on all of them. I, I don't know how. They just uh, pick up our RSS feed. Well, they, and, uh, yeah. they know what's good, and they need to, they need to carry it. And if any of that confuses you, you can always uh, just check out HammerdownRacingReport.com and uh, our new store on there. If you want some Hammerdown Racing Report apparel, uh, just click on the little store tab at HammerdownRacingReport.com. The swag? Christmas gifts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure when you got to order things by, but uh, probably do it sooner than later if you want it by Christmas, I'm guessing. Also, uh, still time to vote for us in uh, the Toledo City Papers Best of Toledo. Couple on, more weeks under the media category under podcasts. The Hammerdown Race Report, one of the six finalists finalists for uh, uh, Toledo's best podcast. So uh, while you're there on the same page, scroll up a little bit, you'll see meteorologists, and make sure to plop a vote for um, Ryan Weekman, please, official uh, Hammerdown Race Report meteorologist. So he does our forecasts quite nicely yes. during well, race most, season, most of the time. Uh, tonight on the show, we're uh, featuring our Fremont Speedway champions, DJ Foose, Matt Foose, Sean Valeni. Uh, they're waiting in the green room. We'll bring them in here in uh, just a moment. We'll talk to them. we got uh, some racing news to cover uh, since we were off the past two weeks. Hopefully you had a good turkey day. Um, coming up as well, how many your chance to win a Big D's pizza um, and some other stuff. Stuff. Yeah, just some other stuff. Uh, first off, we got to pay some bills here. Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race, racing every Saturday night during uh, race season. Follow them on social media. Visit OakshadeRaceway.com. Uh, hope to see you out at the awards banquet this Saturday. Uh, Summer Nationals date. They're already working on the uh, schedule for uh, 2022, which is weird because usually that doesn't happen until like March for 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 yeah our friends at Oakshade. At least don't ask. They actually, I'm, they're working on it before, but they won't say anything until then. But uh, Summer Nationals, uh, July 16th. At Oakshade Raceway. Also, if uh, uh, you want to do uh, looking for a Christmas gift for the race fan in your family, they're doing gift certificates as well. Really? Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Send a uh, message on their uh, Facebook page, or if you have Chrissy's number, you can contact her, and uh, they'll hook you up. I think everybody's got Chrissy's number, don't they? I don't know. If not, um, just send a message. It'll you'll it'll get there. Four one nine three three seven sixty eight fifty. That's the track number, and that rings just about everybody. I'm not sure. I was talking to Pam earlier. She said nobody's there. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. No, oh. it's winter. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs, from action shots to victory lane. They have all your favorite drivers. They do also do special photo shoots by appointment. 
Uh, freeze frame photo shoot, special moments, frozen in time, 419-476-9978. Give Charlie a call. And um, he's got all kinds of cool things if you're looking for uh, gifts uh, for, for racers. They can put together custom calendars, custom can koozies, custom all kinds of things. Hero cards. Yeah. Really have to get one of those. Yeah. Do you have one? No. All right. Uh, also, I have to thank Dittman Motorsports for performance parts, custom bodies, fabrication, <laughs> racing fuels, Hoosier tires, and more. Give Craig a call at 419-283-8580 and tell him the Hammer Down Racing Report sent you. Also, uh, shout-outs to Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars uh, as well. Let's- Scott, I have it on good authority that Big D's Pizza has gift certificates. That w- does not w- surprise me. Wonderful Christmas presents. I did not... I- did not know that they did, but that does not surprise me that they do. They do. All right. It says right there in black and white. Oh, I'm not on the comment screen. I haven't seen that, so. Big D's Pizza oh. has gift All cards. Right. There you go. From Dean Henry. <laughs> From Dean Henry. Well, let's bring in our Fremont champions. I just saw Matt walk away. <laughs> oh. We'll bring in DJ and uh, Sean here. We'll bring in Matt, even though he just walked away. There he is. He's coming back. <laughs> Congratulations, guys, on uh, your uh, championship seasons there at Fremont Speedway. Some of you again. Thank you. Yeah, some of you again. Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, now, we'll start off uh, with uh, with you, DJ. Uh, you won the uh, not just the 410 championship. After two running runner-up uh, finishes of the past two seasons, by what one point last year, two points the year before, I think it was, or I might have switched those. But how no, sa- you're right. how how satisfying was it to to get finally get that championship uh, this year, and not just by a couple points? You got it by seventy five points there over Cole. It was uh, it was definitely very satisfying. Um, it was one of those years like I did I wasn't gonna lose. I was mentally gonna win that championship. So like <laughs> at Fremont Speedway, there's a uh, concrete pad. And uh, the last two years, I always let the champion park on the pad. So every time I won a race this year, I parked on that pad because I was not going to be beaten. I was mentally preparing for <laughs> to be a champion, and it uh, it worked out. Uh, we just had a really good season. I mean, uh, at Fremont Speedway, you get qualif- you get points for towards your championship through qualifying and your heat race. So every time you're on the track, it matters. Uh, and sometimes in heat races, it's easy to get complacent and just take what you can get. But this year, I felt like I stepped my heat race uh, abilities up a little bit to try to win every time I was on the racetrack. And that's what you have to do when you race with guys like Nate Dussel, Cole Macedo, uh, Stuart Brubaker, and uh, all the other great guys we race with. Um, now, you not only won uh, the Fremont Championship, you're also the uh, Attica Fremont championship series champion for the second time 2019 and uh uh, this past year were you uh running for that as well yeah yep we uh we run for attica's points and for fremont's and then afcs what Dwayne hancock does for us guys uh i'm sure the other two gentlemen can attest for it Uh, he does a lot for our area he brings a lot of money for us to race i think his series is 14 races or so and uh he definitely does a lot. He has the highest paying races. I mean, there wasn't very many times we didn't race for less than four grand to win. So, and then he does a lot of other stuff like giveaways and he just definitely puts a lot of effort into his series and we're all, we all should be very grateful. He definitely does a lot. Uh, not just for that. He's uh, involved in the, the Oserville, Ohio uh, auctions and 
uh, countless other things. I saw he's uh, sponsoring uh, the the DARF thing uh, uh, that right. Jerry's involved in. Yeah, he's he's all over the place. And I see uh, Ryan Weekman's uh, with us tonight. So good evening, Ryan. I don't know why he's listening to us because he did, we have no forecast for any uh, events. But cool. Make sure to vote for him again in the uh, Toledo's best uh, or Toledo City pe- Papers uh, best of Toledo when you vote for us as well. Um, uh, DJ, uh, this, uh, this championship, uh, I mean, how does this compare to, uh, winning the, the 305 championship back in, uh, 2012? Uh, I mean, it's always pretty cool to win a championship. It just shows that you and your team are successful throughout the year. Uh, the four-time championship means a lot to me because I grew up going to Fremont Speedway as a kid and watching four-time drivers like Rodney Duncan, Mike Linder, Byron Reed. Uh, those are just some of the guys that always stood out to me as a kid. David Harrison. And uh, in my eyes, those guys were champions. And to be able to finally be a champion at Fremont Speedway is cool. And uh, I always feel like one day I want to be in the Hall of Fame at Fremont Speedway. And uh, you have to win a championship to get into that, in my opinion. Now, uh, are you the older brother to Matt, or is Matt the older one here? I'm older. You're the older one. All right, all right. That's why you were here first. And uh, have you guys raced head-to-head before? Yeah, we grew up racing together. Okay. Uh, we're only 13 months apart. So, like, from go-kart racing, uh, we kind of just chased each other up through the ranks there. And uh, who, who's who's got the record as far as finishing ahead of the other brother? That's not fair to say. I don't know. I don't keep <laughs> You guys don't keep those stats? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I wonder if Matt keeps those stats. Yeah, Matt, do you keep those stats? Think think we're having some connection issues with yeah. Matt there. <laughs> apparently, apparently DJ's got some better internet than you. I don't know. Super Maybe. spotty. I'm not really sure what's going on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> try uh, try reconnecting again, and uh, we'll see if we can get a better connection with you. Yeah, he's not in a steel build. I'm in a steel building too. I'm oh. I'm gonna reconnect here. All right, All right. get outside the steel building. I have that problem when I go in the shops too. Um. In the in the meantime, we'll skip to uh, to Sean here real quick. Uh, I'm guessing that maybe you might be a, a future uh, Hall of Famer there. Um, yes, he is. I mean, you're 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 what? Hopefully someday, yeah. Someday, you're you're the second in all time wins at, at Fremont Speedway across all the different uh, classes you've run. Sixty seven wins. I guess uh, you're just nine behind Art Ball. Is that? Do you want to eclipse that uh, that that mark? Oh yeah, that's always a goal. Um, you know, to be even to be where I'm at right now is just uh, beyond amazing. Um, I say, uh, just the years of uh, <laughs> they've flown by that I've been racing, and uh, to pick up as many wins I've had along the way is it's uh, been remarkable. But yeah, to uh, to hopefully someday uh, get there would be uh, be amazing, and uh, hopefully someday I can make that happen. Well, you got wins in two classes this year, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I've always been, uh, it's always just been truck wins, but finally, uh, I, sh- I should have had a couple sprint car wins along the way and either driver error or, uh, just things that didn't work out. Um, but yeah, I was able to pick up a 305 win this year. So, uh, could finally say I got a sprint car win. Um, hopefully someday I can put a 410 win with it and, and, uh, yeah, just keep adding. Du- dual wins in the same year, uh, Sean. That, that's that's pretty tough deal, and uh, congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, um, and luckily I got got to win one of the one of the biggest races of the three hundred five uh, 
uh, that the 305 was able to put on. And uh, obviously, I had DJ right behind me clipping. Yeah, he didn't win. He waxed us. But no, it was uh, definitely one of the one of the better nights to win. And um, like DJ was, alluded that, to, was, that was the fair part. race night, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and Dwayne Hancock, he went out and got a lot of sponsorship money and uh, made it made it. Uh, I walked home that night with uh, fifty four hundred bucks with wow. all the bonus money that he gathered up. So it was it was an amazing night and and um, everybody else yeah, is just yeah. like it didn't, that. That's just what he needs: some more money to make uh, <laughs> make him go faster. Um, uh, yeah, just uh, glad that you know, even when they did the uh, Ballman challenge, you know, just the, the sponsors that Fremont's able to get to put a uh, big money up and, and make these races happen is it's it's amazing. How does uh, how does this year's uh, tra- championship stack up with your uh, previous three? Uh, anytime you can win a championship is uh, <laughs> is 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 good. Um, this year was a little bit tougher. Um, got some guys that are getting faster each year. It gets tougher and tougher. Got guys stepping up their game. Uh, Jamie Miller and uh, Jeff Babcock Jr. come out and and uh, made us all step up our games and and elbows up. And each night, you know, it would come down to you wasn't sure who was going to win. Uh, Corey Corey's always tough. You throw him in the mix, and um, it was a it was a heck of a year and. So out of the three, I'd say this was definitely the toughest. Um, so you never know when your last one can be. Uh, so I cherish all of them. <laughs> all right, I'm going to see if this is uh, Matt on the phone now. Matt, is this you? Yes, sir. I figured uh, this would be better than my uh, crappy uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I wasn't. I didn't have the number programmed in here, so I wasn't sure. It could have been a telemarketer. We're bringing it up. Yes. Yep. <laughs> absolutely. All good. So uh, somebody so, wanting to sell us our. Uh, vehicle warranty <laughs> yeah i was just trying to reach you about that <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah i keep uh, um, uh anyways um so uh matt let's uh, let's talk to you for a moment how uh, rewarding was it for for to you uh, actually before we get to that i want to say how come uh, you let uh, sean beat you uh, the fair race night i mean he beat everybody he beat everybody he took <laughs> everybody's money and didn't look back Oh, I had both pooses behind me, so it was. Uh, yeah, I'm both. sure Matt was coming. <laughs> so, all right, how uh, how rewarding was it uh, to actually wrap up your your first track championship, Matt? Uh, it was it was very cool. You know, I got a dirt truck championship at Attica, but uh, you know, running a three hundred five—that's kind of where I grew up. You know, obviously, and just like DJ sitting in the same spot as Sim beside him, and uh, you know, I watch sprint cars. I'm a sprint car guy through and through, but to win a championship at Fremont, even to, to win a feature at Fremont's just extra cool. But, uh, winning the championship there is awesome. Obviously, like DJ said, it shows that you and your team were so solid all year and got good results. And, uh, not only that, I feel like it kind of solidifies a driver too. You know what I mean? But, uh, it was very awesome. Well, and I, it shows consistency as well as, uh, being able to win. They're both important right. if you're winning a championship. Exactly. You can't have DNFs and win a championship. And uh, what your last worst uh, finish was? Uh, what eighteenth? Yeah, that, that was what, like, everything else was uh, top seven. I, I think uh, from what I read. Yeah, I think the only night I I had that bad finish is when the wing post broke and I had to pull off. So it was a good year for sure. Awesome. So how how did you uh, maintain uh, that consistency all, all season, other than that one eighteenth place finish? Uh, it's you know hard to say how I did, but. Uh, you know, this game is 50-50. It's luck and experience. You know, I'd rather be lucky than good any day. But, um, you know, it's just putting work in a shop, finding all these little things that could, you know, 
potentially bring you out of the game. You got to finish no matter if it's 10th or 15th. It's still better than a DNF, but uh, you got to put the time on the shop and go to the racetrack and take some calculated risks, not uncalculated ones, but uh, try to keep the wheels under you because you can't finish with no wheels. So that's all pretty much. I mean, just stay at it. Okay. Uh, back to, to DJ here. Uh, you had six wins uh, this season. Any, uh, any of those uh, stand out uh, more than any of the others? Everyone's a big win. <laughs> uh, I would say it probably be one of the last races of the year for Fremont's points. I don't know if it was the actual let. Well, no, it wouldn't be the last race. It would been the second to last race. Nate Dustin led most of the race, and we kind of chased each other through lap traffic there. And uh, that one really stood out just because me and Nate have raced together for a long time. We both were 305 rookies. I think Sean was a 305 rookie my same year. And uh, that race was cool. I mean, me and Nate's raced together for a long time. We were just, I was kind of just picking him out, like seeing what he was doing. And I was kind of running my own little race there and running my own line. And that race stood out because I, I felt like I just kind of got the better of him. And uh, it always feels good to win. I mean, it was, I think I took the lead with 10 to go. And then at the beginning of the year, another one that kind of stands out is, uh, I guess this one would probably stand out a little more. Uh, Trey Jacobs was leading. And I passed him, like, coming to the white flag. And I'd kind of just been hanging with him the whole race. Wasn't very good. And uh, it was kind of like a, with racing, you just got to put yourself in position to capitalize at the end of the race. And that's what builds championships. You have to put yourself in the right spot without taking yep. too big of chances. And uh, I had just gotten a big run on him. And I slid him, I believe. I slid him, and then I kind of just went on to win it from there. But running for the championship, do you uh, find that you maybe take uh, some less chances than than maybe you would if you were just uh, showing up uh, here or there and you're only out to win the race? Uh, I would like, like most of the time, yes. <laughs> but this year I went to Fremont Speedway because I wanted that championship. I went there to win every night. And I was mad when I ran third. And I think I ran third twice, and I was mad about that. The other times I ran second during the championship, and it was, it was still mad. But I mean, you got to be happy at the end of the day. I mean, my team's really good. I mean, Mikey Summers does a great job with the race cars. Uh, Doug Berryman, I really feel like he helped turn our program around for the better um, this year. He made some changes on our shocks, and it made us a lot better. And then I've always kind of said, like Ohio Speed Week can make or break a team. And this year we ran it, and we struggled at the beginning. We made a couple small changes there halfway through the week. We ran fourth at Muskingum, and we changed one component is all we changed. And from that point on, I felt like my team was really, really good. How how much uh, information or how much help do uh, you and your brother, you know, share between yourselves? Uh, I feel like there's a win there this year that I kind of credited to him uh, in Victory Lane. He kind of told me. I was doing stuff I felt was better, and he kind of told me to change my lineup there under yellow, and I felt like that helped me a lot. And I try to communicate with him, too. Like, uh, where my team parks at Fremont is right where you go on the racetrack. So I kind of tell him what I felt or seen during the feature event, and I try to tell him that. It gonna... doesn't always work out. <laughs> You're going to keep that, that same pit stop uh, for ne- or pit spot for next year? Oh, yeah. Yep, they've been going to Fremont Speedway for 60 years, so they're not going to change where they park. All right. Um, back to uh, to Sean here. Um, any uh, any of your five wins uh, stand out to you from uh, this past season? Uh, 
It was probably in, in the trucks, not not including the one yeah. in the three hundred fives. We know that was special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was probably the right there towards the end of the year again. Um, me and uh, Jeff Babcock was able to run side by side, and I think uh, we were pretty much side by side from drop of the green flag, um, and just got to run to him and uh, got to the outside of him, and he stayed. He he worked me over on the middle pretty much the whole race, and uh, coming down to the checkered, basically I won by half a truck length. And um, I knew when he when he got in it this year, he was going to be be one that was going to make us step up our game. And uh, he throughout the season he he kept plugging away, and um, so I, I think that was probably the one that stuck out just to just still win that one and uh, to come away with it. Now the the truck uh, the truck series or uh, class there at Fremont's pretty healthy. Uh, you got a lot of a lot of pretty good a lot of good drivers in that class, and you got this guy over here here building chassis, uh, trying to make uh, people more competitive to uh, try and beat well, you. And I think it's good for the class, Scott. You know, it, it was time for some upgrades, and I I think uh, with with what the Babcocks have been doing and uh, what's come out of our shop. Uh, I think it's good for the class. Yeah, you know, um, anytime you guys come out with new new equipment, um, the, you know, you, you you take a look at it, and you, you once again, you got like I say, do refer back to step up your game, and uh, that's what Ron did when you know Jamie come out with that new truck, uh, Corey last year with his the nine eleven truck that he jumped into. Uh, yeah, they they uh, they set the bar high, and um, it. Um, you know, and it shows with the competitiveness of the class. Um, and you got other guys too, you know, you got Keith Sorg, Dustin Keegan. I mean, there's guys that, uh, any given night, you never know who's going to win. And, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's a good competitive division and, uh, and, you know, glad to be a part of it. And it's, uh, it's a fun little class. Uh, Matt, what about, uh, what about your, uh, you had a, a couple wins there. Any of, uh, those more, mem- what? was one more memorable than the other? Yeah, there was there was two that stood out, but there was one that was uh, a lot more memorable than the other. You know, the other one was the twelfth, the first, which was really cool. That was my first time coming from that D. But um, the second one was uh, it was at Fremont. It was I want to say after mid season, towards the end of the year. I think I started fourth or so and settled into third and kind of ran there for quite some time. And then uh, Dustin Stroop ended up having a part part failure with like four or five to go, and. Uh, or I'm sorry, let's rewind there. This is the night that um, uh, Brewer, he got in a bad wreck off a of turn four there, and uh, Cody Brewer got in a bad wreck. And we had a red flag, and the car really wasn't what it was. You know, it wasn't great, but it was okay. We was just riding around in third. And then we had that red, and Dad kind of tweaked it a little bit, and, you know, he just said, give me 100, 100% tonight, not 110%. He was looking, you know, down the, down the road, not just a W. He wanted a championship just like me, but it was just nice to have that reassurance. And, uh, you know, we was riding around third after that red too. And then, uh, got a yellow again. Uh, Weaver was leading it. I was right behind him. That was after Stroop broke for the yellow. And then, uh, I think we were bobbled on the curb or something. I thought, you know, I'm sure he was thinking pressure from a slider, ran it in there into one and bobbled. And I just went past him and then went on to win from there. I think with four to go, I think Steve Randall pressured me a little bit off of two at the white flag, but that was a really, really cool win. You know what I mean? My dad settled me down a little bit and pointed me in the right direction. And you finished uh, second in the AFCS uh, championship series there uh, behind Paul Weaver. Um, so 
I mean, were you going for that championship as well? Yeah, we finished one, two, three actually in the championship series. But uh, yeah, that was I kind of wanted to go for all three, but <laughs> finishing one, two, three is awesome. So he, there's nothing to hang your head about on that. Cool. Uh, so what? What? Uh, actually, there was something I was going to ask. Now I just uh, slipped well, my I mind here. I, I don't know. You didn't tell me. I know. I, I should have wrote it down. Uh, what? Uh, what's your plans uh, for for next season? Are you uh, running for the championship again? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll still be running Fremont and Attica and then AFCS with the uh, same car, same owner, all the same stuff. All the same stuff, all right? I'm sure that uh, yes, your sir. competitors are going, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all right, man. There's 15, 20 guys out there that could, you know, you have a good year, you could go on to have a bad year. It's just, just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess, but you just play it how it is. What about you, DJ? You uh, going to try for uh, back-to-back 410 championships at Fremont? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, now the goal is we finally got three months, so now I want to win uh, all three of our championship series between Attica, AFCS, and Fremont. Uh, Byron Reed's the only guy that's done it, and Fast was around for a while, so he won Fast, Attica, Fremont. So my goal, I was kind of thinking about that today on my way home from work, like what should my goal for next year be? And I'd really want to get all three of those. And with that, you're just – Gonna have to have, like Matt said, no part failures. Put your bad nights have to be tenth or whatever, and uh, everything just has to jive and click to be able to do all three. I mean, I had what it felt like two bad nights at Attica and lost championship. So uh, other guys are gonna capitalize on your mistakes. The small mistakes can put you behind, and we just my goal is really to win all three. Okay. And I know I, we kind of touched on this at, at the beginning, but, uh, you know, finishing one or two points behind Buddy Kofoid, finishing one or two points behind uh, Dussel last year, um, does that, I'm sure that's got to be hugely disappointing to be that close at the end of those oh. years. I mean, does is that all behind you now? Does this totally erase any of that disappointment? Not at all. Okay, so, like, two and one points, like I said earlier, you get points for qualifying, you get points for heat races. Two points is the difference of passing finishing fourth in a heat race or third mm. and then for qualifying with nate is one point of spot so if i had qualified fifth and he had qualified sixth, we would have died so i mean you can't you can't take laps off and i feel like uh watching cole Macedo race he's came to our area he doesn't take any laps off and i felt like i think he was finished second at fremont in points and uh he doesn't take any laps off so if you want to match his pace you have to do that but I feel like I try to be a little bit older and wiser where I kind of ride the race out for a little bit, let it unfold ahead of me, and then uh, just put myself in position for the end of the race. All right. What? Uh, so to answer the question, uh, no. Yes, I'm going to continue to <laughs> okay. think about that. <laughs> well, if you, get, if you accomplish your goal next season, you get all the trifecta there in the championships. Uh, will that help ease that a little bit more, or is that still going to be – Still gonna uh, nag at you there for the rest still of still gonna nag at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's got to make the uh, the competition and uh, the racing more exciting. There, I mean, where everything oh, matters. Yeah. I mean, you got your your uh, qualifying, your your heat races. Every like you say, every position matters, especially to you for like the past two seasons as a prime example of it. Yeah, for sure. And like what Matt said, a guy can go and win a championship one day, one year, and the next year he can be terrible. I've done it. I've lived it <laughs> from 2017 to 2018. So, and then what's really cool is uh, Fremont Speedway Hall of Fame. Uh, they have their own little trophy they give away, 
and it has every 410 champion on it since the day Fremont Speedway started. It's and, like the uh, Stanley I, Cup. Yeah. Here, hold on one second. I'll show you. <laughs> Is this a this one it's trophy? Cool. It's really really cool. It's oh, got every champion. That's name a big on. one. It's, yeah, it's neat. Wait, wait. It's really really cool. Do, it, do but, they make a new one each year, or do you have to give that back at the end of the they season? They make a new one. Okay, each so you year. get to keep that one. Yeah. So it's not they, like uh, the Stanley Cup, but kind of. No, I get to keep it. I just thought I'd share it because I think that's really <laughs> really neat. And like to me, I was looking at being a little greedy because I was looking at Byron Reed, Byron Reed, Byron Reed, Byron Reed. <laughs> I was like, you know, I could have my name on there three times over two points or less, <laughs> but it just wasn't meant to be. You know, they always say stuff happens for a reason to make you stronger and better in the end. I feel like this year we were able to capitalize on it and actually make it happen. All right. Uh, what about uh, you, Sean? What are your plans for, for next season? Going for another another truck uh, championship? Are you going to step it up in the 305s? What do you got going on? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'll be back in my own 305 again next year. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we missed a few shows this year. But um, I don't know, you know, what the season would have held if I would have not missed them a few shows. But um, I think my worst finish in the 305 was a ninth. So um, on all the races I did compete at. So we had a good season in that. Um, as far as the truck deal, we'll be back in that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think it was my fourth overall champion and championship in third straight so uh hopefully we can make it four straight uh i say each year it gets tougher and tougher but um but yeah you know like these guys said going back to not being able to have a dnf um i think in the last uh, i've been in that thing since 2013 and um i think this past season was my first dnf i've had and out of out of all them features so um that was a rear end gear that exploded on us so just uh was able to still capitalize on a on a bad and bad bad night, and uh, just thankful everybody else had a bad night this year, and uh, was able to still come out on top. But no, we'll uh, we'll be back, and that's the plan so far, and uh, we'll try again next year. So, so are you going to run for the three hundred five championship? Uh yeah, well? I think we'll be able to. I think we'll be able to make all the shows this year, and um, so uh, hopefully, hopefully give Matt a, <laughs> a run up there. What What do you think about that, Matt? Hey, I'm all for it, man. I raced against Paul Weaver and all the best, so you're only as good to see you race again. Awesome. Speaking of uh, racing against uh, each other, if all three of you were uh, on uh, equally prepared tricycles, drag race down the front stretch of Fremont, who's going to win that race? Sean Valenti. DJ, he's a 305 race, so it's probably him. <laughs> <laughs> you said DJ, oh, man? Yeah, he's the lightest. He's the lightest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with DJ too. He, he, he's got them fast little legs. He'll be able to pedal away from him. <laughs> All right, uh, DJ. Any uh, sponsors or uh, anybody in your uh, team you wanna you wanna give a shout out to here before we wrap things yeah, up? Yeah, I just can't thank the whole Barmeister family enough for giving me the opportunity to race their car. I mean, they could have picked anybody, so they picked me. But uh, Mikey Summers does a great job. Rodney and Raleigh Burmeister, um, their whole family. Uh, LJ Summers. He, he is the hardest worker on that team, in my personal opinion. And he's, uh, I think, 18 years old, and he he works really, really hard. He's very passionate about racing, and I couldn't be more grateful for him. Uh, Sharon Burmeister, um, Doug Berryman for his shocks. He does a great job on them. I'm sure the other guys could attest to that as well. But uh, uh, Paul Kissler at Kissler Engines, uh, Kissler Race Products, Crown Battery, 
all intent rentals, CR juices, um, Burmeister trophy. I'm sure I'm going to forget somebody. I'm sorry, but, uh, I'm just very grateful for this opportunity to race. Awesome. What about, uh, what about you, Matt? Yeah, I just got to thank Jamie and Renee. Um, they own the car, husband and wife deal. They got two young boys of their own could be doing their own thing, but they decided to put a race car together and go racing with me instead. But, uh, you know, just greatly appreciate them and what they do. Just humbled to have the opportunity to race it. Um, got to thank the awesome sponsors that pulled through this year and jumped on board new ones. Uh, Brian Mitten with Mitten Painting, uh, Dennis Level at Level Performance, Dave Rohrbacher at Rohr Total Lawn Care, Cure Speed Shop. Uh, just so many more that I can keep going. Just, I'm sure I'm forgetting people too, but Dougie Berryman, he did a lot for us, a lot of R&R. You know, I could thank DJ for that too because I get a lot of info off of that. But, uh, just a lot of people that put in hands and they don't have to, but they do just for the love of it. And it's greatly appreciated. Awesome. Uh, what about, uh, what about you, Sean? Uh, obviously Jeff Babcock for, uh, you know, stick me, <laughs> stick me in this thing for all these years. Um, you know, he's does a tremendous job of, uh, preparing a truck and, uh, getting it to the racetrack for me. Um, uh, and, uh, sponsors, obviously we got, um, uh, got best performance motorsports, uh, Craig Miller trucking, um, KS sales and service. Um, same thing. I know I'm going to forget some, um, Gressman power sports for everything he does for me. Uh, and got real geese and, um, I think, I think that's about it. I keep my sponsors a real short ways, to like two. Ways bar and grill out of Bradner too. <laughs> that way I don't have to remember all of them. Uh, one, one last thing before I let you guys go, uh, Sean, uh, are you going to be uh, back at Sandusky Speedway for their uh, spring cavalcade with the uh, the trucks and uh, the Oakshade Bombers again? Uh, yeah, we'll probably give it another shot. Um, come up a little bit on the short end of the stick there last time, but uh, – no, it's always fun to get to try different things. You know, we was fortunate enough to win the first one and uh, ran third there, you know, right there at the end of the year. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely definitely a fun time. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll for sure be back. It'll be interesting seeing the, uh, the UMP late models running uh, on the asphalt yeah. there, too. I think we should get uh, get them to run some sprint cars, too, some dirt sprints on uh, the asphalt. Uh, I, I, I think know. we can get Chris to do that, too. They had talked about it, Scott. I, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen in the spring, but uh, you, you just never know. Would uh, either of you two uh, sprint car drivers run a run a sprint, uh, dirt sprint car on uh, uh, Sandusky's asphalt track? As long as somebody pays the tire bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'd definitely give it a shot. Uh, but, yeah, I'm sure that'd be a, be a blast. I'm guessing you guys could get going pretty darn fast. I'd yes. imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Mike Linder did it at Sandusky Speedway and waxed everybody. Yeah. Did he? On an old J&J. I did not know that. Yep. I was about 14 years old when I was helping him that, that year. Have to talk to Chris Mize about making this happen again. Yeah. Was that uh, against, uh, was he running against other uh, dirt sprint cars or uh, was it pavement sprint cars? You know, cars? honestly, I think they were, they were pavement sprint cars, okay. to be honest with you. Like, Redmonds was there and a couple guys. Um, pretty good guys. And he waxed and put the put the hammer down. That's for sure. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, giving us the time here tonight. Congratulations again on your championships. Uh, Fremont just had their uh, banquet uh, a couple weeks ago, right? 
last weekend. Yeah, last was it last yep, weekend? Yep. That was a couple weeks yep. for some reason. All right, so that's why you got your uh, your trophy there. Yeah, this one was from the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's a, okay. Uh, two separate things. All right. Well, as long as you're all set, then. Yeah. So uh, good luck to uh, to all of you uh, next year then uh, at Fremont and uh, and beyond Attica and the AFCS and uh, anything else you guys uh, end up doing. This Ohio Thank Spikes you very much. Us. I appreciate it. All right, we'll see you guys. Thanks for Thank you. On, thank guys. you very much. Yep. See ya. Bye. Again, thanks to uh, DJ Matt Foose and uh, Sean Valeni, your uh, 2021 Fremont Speedway champions. champions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, we got some. Uh, we were off for a couple weeks, so we we Matt's have some not on the phone. Are, he's not. Now you don't know how to get rid of it. I do. I just got to click some buttons. It's all good. Just had to figure out which one. I was watching the uh, comments here. Uh, don't forget we have that Big D's Pizza to give away uh, a little bit later on. I wonder if uh, if Dean would be willing to uh, do like a gift certificate instead so maybe the winner could uh, get a gift certificate. to. Uh, well, I don't know. For don't a know. pizza? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. A uh, couple of uh, racing notes from the past uh, couple of weeks here. The uh, USAC NOS Energy Drink uh, Midgets. Wrapped up their season. Ryan Timms won the uh, Hangtown 100 at uh, Placerville Speedway uh, back on Thursday, the 18th, a week, two weeks ago tonight. Uh, became the youngest winner in USAC Midget history, 15 years old and uh, three months. That doesn't seem that young anymore. It seems no, like normal it anymore. <laughs> uh, Kyle Larson uh, ended up winning the Hangtown 100 on Friday, and uh, Justin Grant uh, won the. Uh, the main event there on uh, uh, Saturday night. Justin Grant won at Merce Speedway on Tuesday of uh, last week, uh, week of Thanksgiving there. Uh, Buddy Kofoid won Wednesday night. Logan Seavey uh, won the Turkey uh, Night Grand Prix at Ventura on uh, Saturday. Was the uh, first driver to win finales on dirt in all three USAC National Touring Series. And Buddy Kofoid. Was crown series champion there. So congratulations yeah. to Buddy Kofoid, uh, the uh, 2019 410 uh, track champion of Fremont Speedway by <laughs> one point over <laughs> DJ Foos, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Did you uh, did you see in the comments that uh, our associate producer says that Nick Hoffman just uh, won his first ever midget race at the Dome? I saw that he was running a midget watching yeah. uh, qualifying earlier yep. tonight. So yeah, he he won his uh, he won his uh, uh, his I guess a heat race. All right, we'll go with that. Yeah, uh, Dry Team Extreme Dirt Car Series was in action. Ross Bales uh, won the Palmetto State Fifty at Lancaster Speedway on Saturday. Chris Madden uh, was the winner at Cherokee Speedway on Sunday. Next up is going to be or was going to be the third annual Grinch 40 at Volunteer Speedway. That was canceled, and its place will now be I-75 Speedway in Tennessee, uh, which was originally set scheduled for Sunday. That'll run now Saturday, December 4th, and uh, Sunday will be used as a rain date if needed. I uh, do have some uh, racing news to get to before we uh, do that. have to uh, talk about Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde. Give them a call. Order some pizza now. Watch uh, the Gateway Dirt Nationals later. 419-547-1444. Uh, 
or you can order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Try their uh, soft pretzel sticks with a cup of mild cheese sauce, or you can uh, call them up and order gift certificates and uh, give pizza for Christmas. Like uh, like you would give away gift certificates and uh, get tires for Christmas. Right. Uh, speaking of which, call around Miller Race Cars, 734-856-7223 for tires, race car, race cars, like yeah. whole race cars, uh, part safety equipment service, uh, pretty much anything a racer needs. We've got a bit of a backlog on building cars right now, so uh, we got to get busy. <laughs> All right. Well, get your uh, get yourself moving there. Um, some racing news uh, to touch on here, and uh, there's... A lot of things that, that have been happening, and there's some stuff I want to get your opinion on here. Uh, I don't have opinions, Scott. No, not at all. Uh, this one I don't care about your opinion on because it's not really an opinionated thing. But following in the footsteps of Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott is going to be uh, racing in the Nitro Rallycross finale uh, this weekend at the Florida International Rally and Motorsports Park. Elliott is confirmed to drive the Zip Recruiter-sponsored Go Nitro car. Uh, in uh, Nitro RX's supercar class, which is uh, the same thing Kyle Busch did a few right. weeks ago. So, and I, how good, he finished like fourth, I think. Uh, third or fourth, third or, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't too bad. See how uh, Chase does. A good thing that, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Harvick won't be racing in that. No? No. Although I'd probably watch it if he was, just to see what <laughs> would happen. Uh, reigning NASCAR Cup Series champion Kyle Larson and three-time World of Outlaws NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series champion Brad Sweet have teamed up to become the new promoters of Silver Dollar Speedway. Uh, the Northern California natives and brothers-in-law uh, formally signed a deal with Silver Dollar Fairgrounds, while Larson and Sweet remain focused on their respective full-time racing careers. Sweet will oversee day-to-day operations at the track, a third member. Of the uh, newly formed Sweet Larson Copeland Promotions team is a regional racer, Colby Copeland. He'll serve as a liaison between the promoters, drivers, and the fans. The Castrol Gateway Dirt Nationals starts tonight and uh, goes through Saturday at the right Dome. after our show at America Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, uh, Rusty Schlenk is uh, scheduled to compete uh, tomorrow night. I was a little worried. I was watching qualifying, like I said earlier. It was like on at five thirty, five five thirty, something like that. And I was like, where's Rusty? I thought he was down there. And then I saw the schedule. He's on the Friday night bill. There's different. He's, he's on there. the B crowd. Well, I don't know if the B crowd. They're just split well, into two a different and B, nights. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, all the action will be streamed on Flow Racing. Uh, following the release of next year's Castrol Flow Racing Night in America schedule, more late model racing has been added on May 11th through the 14th. The Land of Lincoln will host the inaugural Flow Racing, Illinois Speed Week, a four-race swing beginning uh, that Wednesday at Spoon River Speedway in Banner, Illinois. Lincoln Speedway will host the second night on Thursday, May 12th. On Friday the 13th, ah, that's funny, Friday the 13th, the action continues at Farmer City Raceway. Uh, the swing closes Saturday, May 14th at the Fair- Fairbury Speedway. Uh, the first two events pay $22,022 to win. And a thousand dollars to start. Farmer City Raceway will pay fifteen thousand to win, and Fairbury Speedway will pay thirty thousand to win. Uh, Kestrel Flow Racing in America Series opens at Eldora Speedway on Tuesday, April twelfth. The series also visits Atomic Speedway, Chillicothe on uh, Wednesday, September twenty eighth. Wow! Yeah, that's big money. A lot of stuff going there. Tim Nichols is uh, at Gateway. Hey, Tim. Um, just married Tony Stewart and Leah Pruitt from the guy that I thought was going to remain single for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think he'd ever get married. 
I don't know how that works out, but yeah, congratulations to him. Also, uh, congratulations to uh, Brandon and Michaela Shepard. Oh, yeah. B-Shep got married. Uh, NASCAR announced on-track qualifying is back for every event in 2022. In the majority of the Cup Series races, the field will be split into two groups and participate in a two-hour practice and qualifying event. Some events, six Cup, five Xfinity, and eight truck will also be classified as expanded weekends. An expanded weekend includes one standalone 50-minute practice. Only these expanded weekends will feature a practice that is separate from qualifying. And there was a whole lot more in that. It was just oh, really convoluted and complicated. But why, why wouldn't that surprise the big, you? The biggest uh, thing is that uh, they're going to get some laps on the track before some of the races right. next year, which I, and I know Kyle Busch was uh, kind of crying about. So they did this to quiet down Kyle Busch? I don't think to do that, but uh, I'm sure there might have been some other people that weren't wanted to see that. But, you know, and it, it gives... Gives tracks uh, more opportunity to get uh, fans in there to all the merchandise, trailers, and and make more money. That's what it's all about. Uh, There's once again a glimmer of hope. The racing world that, uh, let me start over that. There's once again a glimmer of hope racing could return to North Wilkesboro Speedway, which last hosted racing in 2011. North Wilkesboro Speedway is one of uh, three North Carolina motorsports venues that will receive funding following the approval of the state's budget by Governor Roy Cooper Thursday, uh, November 18th. The historic facility is set to receive $18 million for infrastructure and other improvements. In addition, Charlotte Motor Speedway is slated to receive $13 million with Rockingham Speedway uh, tabbed for a uh, $19 million boost like North Wilkesboro. That's, that's a lot of money, Scott. The funds will be used for infrastructure and other improvements. Yeah, and I think uh, they've already started work at North yeah. Wilkesboro and trying to get some kind of uh, racing back there. Right. I know that that's uh, been going on. Dale Jr. was a big proponent of right. of North Wilkesboro. So, best of luck. Get rid of a few of the mile and a halves. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing cup racing back there. I mean, obviously, they're, I think the big deal is that the money. They can't get enough fans in right. to, to that venue. To, so are more, grand, but, but, more grandstands, is that infrastructure? That is, oh, but at okay. the same time, they can't fill the seats at the racetracks they do have, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about flying cars coming to NASCAR? Flying cars? Flying cars. Well, okay. Uh, the NASCAR Fan Council is a group of approved fans that NASCAR pays attention to to keep in touch with uh, what their biggest fans are looking for in the future of the sport. Flying cars was one of those ideas. Uh, yeah, so they're, that's something they're looking at. I don't yeah. think it'll happen, but there's already plane racing, so, I mean, why not have, right. why not right. have planes race on the ground? Yeah. We're going to have cars fly. Well, and then like they're going to have electric cars instead of internal combustion engines. And That's probably more feasible. Ooh, not in my mind. <laughs> it's a new <sighs> class. Uh, silent racing. That's, how, that's it. Uh, for the first time in event history, the uh, Rumble in Fort Wayne will be available to watch on Pit Row TV. The event takes place... December 17th through the 18th inside the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum there in Fort Wayne. So you can watch that. If you can't make yeah. it there, you can uh, watch it on uh, TV or your computer or your phone. Or if you're there, you can uh, wave to everybody that's uh, watching from home. 
Speedway Illustrated just had an article by one of the editors uh, about pay-per-view TV and how it could be the salvation for some short tracks and how it could wind up being the demise of short tracks. Um, I, I don't know where I stand on that yet. That's what I was going to ask. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's a the cushion, which was, uh, you know, they broadcast some races uh, from from the area. I know uh, Millstream was uh, planning to use that had they actually run this, right. this season, and I I don't I don't know that it takes away from things, but I mean I could see where uh, you, you know, know half a dozen guys instead of going to the races, Scott, they go over to somebody's house and drink beer and watch the races. But it, the uh, the other side of that argument is uh, there's your third buddy that's not really familiar with racing comes over and he's watching. He's like, "Oh, this is freaking cool! I've got to get out to that track." You know? Yeah, give me another beer. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I, uh, uh, Roth Motorsports has named uh, 2021 World of Outlaws Sprint Rookie of the Year James McFadden as its driver on the uh, World of Outlaws NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series uh, Tour next year. Justin Adams, who worked with McFadden this year at uh, Casey Kane Racing, will join him at Roth Motorsports. Kyle Larson won a uh, 360 sprint race at uh, Merce Speedway Tuesday night. What a surprise! Yeah. So he's. I don't. Is there anything he hasn't won in besides? I, I don't. I don't think so. Formula One or IndyCar at this yeah. point. Yeah. And and that'll happen. That'll, that's that's on the menu. The 34th annual Ohio Logistics Brad Doty Classic at Attica Raceway Park on July 12th will have the largest payday in the event history, paying $15,000 to the winner. Ooh. Previously, it's been uh, a $10,000 to win thing, so upping it by 50% there, an additional 50%. That, uh, is that, this uh, could be the is year. that inflation? or This is, could be the year for big payoffs. I mean, uh, the big series have uh, already announced, uh, you know, Higher oh, yeah. payouts and from championship yeah. points, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot more money in there. I don't, where's it all coming from? Pay per view. Well, see, there's. A... I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. So here's here's kind of what I wanted to get uh, your opinion on. GMS Racing owner uh, Maury Gallagher has purchased a majority stake in Richard Petty Motorsports. First time in like a hundred years that Petty's won't have a presence in NASCAR racing. The two organizations uh, jointly announced the agreement in a statement released on Wednesday. Uh, GMS uh, Racing has been seeking to acquire a charter for its NASCAR Cup Series program, but has been unable to do so until now. The deal with Richard Petty Motorsports includes two charters, one for the number 43 driven by Eric Jones, as well as a second charter that had been previously uh, that had previously been uh, leased to Rick Ware Racing. Uh, do you think that, I mean... Is, does that mean Petty? Petty's still involved, but he's not the majority I, I, owner. I, I wonder if they will maintain the number 43 or s- start with another number, too. They got to keep the, It's iconic. Yeah, I know. But it's, but Richard it's really sad, though, that it's. Richard that, really won't be involved. I, yeah. I just, Right. It is sad. It really is. Speaking of the Gateway Dirt Nationals, Nice Motorsports officials have announced that the Saturday night super late model winner during the Gateway Dirt Nationals will earn not just $30,000, but the opportunity but to race in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series event uh, at uh, Knoxville. Yeah. The uh, winner of Saturday's uh, Super Late Model feature will be rewarded with the opportunity to uh, race a Nice Motorsports truck in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series race at Knoxville Raceway on June 18th. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I mean, 
And they're the same ones that uh, I think Natalie Decker started out with. So, yeah. But it says an opportunity. It's not like a guarantee. Does that mean that they can back out of it? Well, I don't know. Maybe they'll get a chance to qualify, and if they don't make it, I, I don't know. All right. Uh, one other thing here that I forgot to uh, put down on my notes here, a late story from this afternoon uh, involving Flow Racing, which uh, you can watch the, uh, the action from the Nationals, Dome. Yeah. Right. Uh, they have uh, to, 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 to do uh, grassroots, uh, a variety of the most popular grassroots motorsports events in North America will have a new home on Flow Racing in 2022. During a press conference uh, earlier this afternoon in Nashville, NASCAR announced a landmark streaming partnership that will make Flow Racing the home of NASCAR Roots Properties. As part of the partnership, every Arca Menard series NASCAR Wheelin Modified Tour. Well, uh, yeah. Work things are popping up here for me. I don't, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, NASCAR Wheelin Modified Tour and NASCAR Pinties. Pinties? Pinties. It's Pinty Series. That's a right. Canada deal. Uh, race will be streamed live on Flow Racing. Select NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series events will also be featured. Flow Racing's coverage of the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts uh, Weekly Racing Series will include tentpole events from historic tracks such as Bowman Gray Stadium and uh, New Smyrna Speedway, also uh, Berlin Raceway as well. I wonder if that means that we won't be seeing ARCA races on MAV that's, TV. That's what I was, uh, I wonder if this is, it doesn't say if that's an exclusive deal or not. Oh, so I don't know if that's an additional, but I'm assuming it, yeah. since it, Flow Racing is pay-per-view, that they're probably going to want exclusivity right. on that. So, And and you heard that, what, uh, NBC Sports Network's going away and a lot of other things are going, some of the races are going to Peacock, Peacock, and that's a, a, a streaming pay service. Pay yeah. service, yeah. So do you, do you think this is a good thing? I don't know. I, I think NASCAR losing its presence. This is on, grassroots on, stuff. So this is yeah. not the mainstream NASCAR. Yeah, but I think like. NASCAR is losing some of their shows to Peacock. Mm-hmm. That, yes. And that's probably going to hurt NASCAR. Uh, I believe, you know, it, a, a lot of people don't stream. I think more and more people are. No, I I understand, but uh, do you do you uh, have any streaming stuff? Oh yeah, you watch streaming stuff, yeah. yeah see, I'll, I'll and you're it. out of that demographic. Yeah, My mom you. still has a flip phone. She will not get a smartphone mm-hmm. at all. I know it was a while before you got a, a smartphone, but I'm very proud of you, by the way. <laughs> As well, you should. Um, let's play. Uh, how many? Last week's uh, how many was uh, how many late models were going to be at Lancaster? Uh, for that Saturday opener for the Drydeen Extreme Dirt Car Series. Uh, there were 24 late models yeah. for that. Uh, you picked 29, so you were the uh, the show winner. Yay! And J.D. Smith, for the second consecutive week, he uh, he uh, picked uh, right on there, 24. Ooh. Dead on. So he gets himself a Big D's pizza. Another one, I should say. And I think J.D. is in Indiana. If I'm not confusing him with one of the other winners, so, but but that pizza is worth uh, traveling from Indiana right. to Clyde for. Uh, this week's how many? Since uh, we're running low on, but Peacock is five dollars a month, and you can watch other things. Yeah, like Save by the Bell. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, I do watch. Uh, what is that show? There's uh, it's based in Toledo, based on the Toledo school. 
I can't remember the name of it. It was on NBC for one season, then they moved it to yeah. there. But it, they had the walleye on it, so it was pretty cool. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, this week's How Many is, and I will have to verify this, how many awards will remain unclaimed at the Oakshade Award Banquet? Ooh. Because there's a lot of awards. They have a wall of the perfect attendance plaques and other right, things, and right. there's checks and jackets, and then there's trophies and tables of trophies. And some people have other people pick the stuff up. But then at the end of the night, there's always a few things that are still on the wall or on the table. How many well, things will I be Well, and I think left? if you have an award, Scott. You have to be there, too. You've got to be there. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it if that includes plaques or uh, if, if it's just monetary awards. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> and I've got to pick first. Huh? Yeah, you do. It is a hard number, Gretchen. We're looking for a hard number. Okay, so if we're we're and we're counting all the the special plaques and awards. This will be right? when I'm done giving out awards. Whatever's still left on the tables and on the or wall. on the wall. Yeah. Okay, whatever's still there. As soon as we're done and Dan starts playing the music and people kind of pretend to start dancing or just talking, then that's dancing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on when that. Yeah, happens. okay. <laughs> Pam says four. <laughs> oh, I, th- I think you're pretty, I, I think you're on the low side, Pam. But then again, Pam would know. How Pam many, would know how many Pam, tickets have been purchased. I don't oh, know. Oh, so. she might have an inside she track might. there. Yeah. You're just stalling uh, now. Yeah, I should go with four, but I'm going to go with nine. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going to go with four. I know. No, no, you, I'm gonna, you're going to go with wait. you're going to lowball because you're going to go with eight. I'm going with ten. I'm actually, I'm not. I'm, Ooh, you're I'm not, pessimistic. I'm going the other way. I think Pam's trying to put up a smoke screen there, so I'm going with ten. Okay. Uh, if you would like a chance to win a Big D's pizza, go ahead and put your guess in our uh, Facebook Live comments. You can do so. Uh, we'll say up until six o'clock on Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, December 4th, Eastern time, 6 o'clock Eastern time. I forgot. I have to point that out now. Yeah. Um, so if uh, you're listening to us on iTunes or uh, Google Podcasts, uh, just. And, and our and all of our listeners in Australia, that's that's Eastern time in the U.S. You don't yes. have to get it in by 6 o'clock your time because you're at Wait, 12 hours. ahead of us. You're 12 they? hours ahead of us. So, uh, well, 10 to 12, depending on where we're at in Australia. Whoever's uh, correct in our uh, Facebook or YouTube comments, uh, the videos will be there. You can go find it if it's, you're not checking us out live right now. Uh, put your guess in up until 6 o'clock Eastern Time, U.S., on Saturday night, December 4th. And you'll have a shot to win a Big D's pizza. Although, if you're in Australia... That is a long way to come to get a pizza. <laughs> uh, but we've got some of those folks that uh, will probably be back here this In the year. summer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I'm being optimistic, thinking that uh, things are going to lighten up this summer, and uh, our, our Australian friends will be back. Okay. I hope so. I'm still trying to think how many. Uh, it's been two years since we've had an awards banquet, so I don't even remember how many were left from previous years. Yeah. So we'll find out. That's uh, Oakshade Awards Banquet is happening this Saturday night. Um, and that's uh, that's about it. Uh, this weekend's Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. We got nothing around really? here other than uh, racing down at the Dome. Nothing in this area. 
uh, Rusty Schlank racing uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, I saw uh, Rachel Carpenter, I believe. Uh, she was running tonight. Really? She's, uh, yeah. She, I think I'm... She was close to the top 10 with uh, her qualifying. But, really? Uh, yeah. Well, congratulations there. Yeah. So, I mean, there's uh, drivers from all over the place down there at the, yep. at the Dome. So, it might be something cool to watch. And with that being said, we're going to throw the white flag on this show. Thanks to our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, field correspondents, Matt Swander, John Young, and Doug Dock. Uh, next week on the show, we're going to have uh, Toledo Speedway champions. We'll have Ron Allen and uh, Jeff Metapedigan. Metapedigan. Gotcha. I've been practicing. Gotcha. Jeff Metapedigan will be on the show. He's uh, going to be at uh, PRI, I believe. Really? So he'll be uh, calling in from uh, PRI. Oh, cool. So we'll get a report from him <laughs> down there. And uh, I saw a, re- uh, a post that uh, uh, Jerry says 12. All right, I'll put Jerry down for 12 for the uh, how many. I saw a post that Gary Lindahl made about the, the champions there at at Toledo. Yeah. They're all, he didn't say this, but they're older, we'll say. Well-seasoned. Geriatric? I think they're all 60-plus. Ooh. Yeah. The old guys getting it done yeah. at Toledo Speedway this year. Yeah. Late-mile sportsman for Ron Allen, factory stock for uh, uh, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. So we'll talk to them next week. Two weeks from tonight, we're going to do the uh, Lima Land Champions, uh, which I haven't set up yet, so uh, I'll be reaching out to those guys here in the next uh, week or so. And then uh, is that the, the 23rd, the three weeks from tonight? We have decided we're going to yeah. we're going to interrupt your Christmas and uh, do a show with the Sandusky Speedway Champions and uh, do a little preview for the Hangover Race and then we will be off the uh, Thursday between Christmas and New Year's but we will do a uh, best of show. We're going right. to put some stuff in there from Kenny Wallace, uh, Jerry Punch. We've got some great shows uh, that uh, only a few. L- l- we little, just have a little, few s- little snippets. Just a few. This is uh, show number two hundred and seven, but maybe maybe eight of them were were really good. So we'll get some <laughs> snippets in there, <laughs> some of the good stuff. Uh, I've, I was just listening the other day of uh, our conversation that time we had uh, Ryan Weekman in the studio with Rusty Schlank. And, that was a good show. And really talking about the, the Vortex, and he's like, yeah. you guys are making that up. <laughs> like, no, it's serious. No, no, that, that was a, that's a real deal. It works. Yeah, so we'll have that. Maybe we'll throw some uh, Natalie Decker in, uh, some Haley Deegan. Um, I don't know. We got we got a lot to choose from. So we if, do. If you have anything, Jerry uh, Punch. I have, yeah, I haven't put that together yet. Uh, and Kenny Wallace, I mentioned right. that already. Uh, I haven't put the show together. If you there's a certain show that you can think of uh, or guest that we've had on, you want to see in that best of, uh, shoot me an email or a message uh, on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and uh, we'll see what we can do. I'll probably put that together after our after Christmas, as I'm getting ready yeah. for the Hangover race. So. Uh, also, don't forget to, as soon as we uh, get out of here and do this daily up until December 15th, help us out. We're trying, trying to win uh, the Toledo City Paper Best of uh, Toledo for uh, Best Podcast. There, there's a couple of podcasts in there, Scott, that... Uh, <laughs> no, you were... Did you listen to the Girls Girls Podcast? No, I didn't. I thought you were going to. Uh, I tried to. I just, Apparently, I'm not in that target demo for, for that. Yeah, well... We were scoping out the competition uh, with some of the other nominees. And, yeah, I don't think Girls Girls Podcast was uh, – we're like the exact opposite probably. <laughs> Not that we're the Guys Guys Podcast or anything. Uh, no Hammerdown Hotline playback. I think we're going to retire the Hammerdown Hotline. 
it's been a while since we've had any uh, action on there. But uh, just in case, uh, if you'd like to uh, leave a message, text, or you can uh, call and uh, leave a voice message on there, 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. Call anytime, day or night, and uh, we'll you play can, it back. You can call in and wish everybody Merry Christmas. You can do that, yes. Yeah. We'll allow that, or it has to be racing-related. Yeah, we'll allow Merry Christmas for yeah. sure. I like that. That's good. Um, so that's maybe, it. maybe that could be uh, the how many for a couple of weeks ago from now. How many calls are we going to get on the Hammerdown Hotline? How, how many Merry Christmases? Zero. Will we get, will we get on the Hammerdown Hotline? Uh, yeah, there you go. It's our. We'll call it the Hammer Hammerdown Holiday Hotline. Yeah, that's not a tongue twister. That's going to suck. Thanks again to all our sponsors: Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza. Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dipman Motorsports. Uh, make sure to support them. Without them, uh, we wouldn't have the show. Remember, folks, safety equipment for your racers and your and uh, and your family and friends list. Um, whether you buy it from Ron Miller Race Cars or any of the reputable local businesses, safety equipment is a great Christmas present. Which ones are non-reputable? Uh, I'm not going there. Figured I'd try. That would be poison. <laughs> Next week, uh, once again, we're back with the Tilio Speedway Champions. Uh, have a great week. Enjoy the uh, racing action from the Dome this weekend if, uh, if you're down there or if uh, you're watching on Flow Racing. I'm going to have to find a friend that's got Flow Racing so I can go watch some action. Yeah. Do you have Flow? Yes. All right. I know where I'll be this weekend. Okay. See you next week. See you, folks. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!